The following podcast may contain language and subject matter not suitable for all ages or everyone. If you don't like what you're listening to, please press stop. In this episode of the Changwana Podcast. This week on the Changwana Podcast, we're joined by another special guest, Bill Helm Lowe, also known as Will from South Africa. And in this episode, we're going to get into some things like languages and the South African community here in Changwon and in South Korea, plus some stories and a whole bunch more. So thanks for tuning in. Leave us your feedback and comments on this episode. And if anyone has anything they'd like to plug, birthdays, events, shoutouts, etc., send us an email at podcast.changwoner.com. All right, Changwoners and everyone else out there listening, stay tuned and we'll be right back after this quick break with special guest Bill Hallam Lowe, or Will. Want to know what's going on in Changwon City? Check out the new website, The Changwoner. You can find reviews to anything related to Changwon City, stories from people living in Changwon City, and what the weekend holds for the area. Post your own reviews, stories, and events, as well as add to our forum. The Chongwinner is also home for Chongwon's first and only podcast, hosted by Scott, D, and Paul. Find out everything there is to know about living the life in Chongwon now. Visit www.chongwonner.com today. You'll see why life here just got more interesting. Looking for a great night out? Then come on down to BK House. Great music, great food, and great drink specials. It's always a fun time, and there's always a great crowd. We're open late and serve food until closing time. Outdoor patios, darts, and so much more. This is our house, BK House, located in downtown Changwon. Follow us on Facebook at BK House Bar. Irish Bar in Changwon City, South Korea. The original and only Irish pub in the Changwon area. Great food, drinks, atmosphere, music, and people. Nightly specials on both food and drinks. Craft beer on tap and over 12 different craft beers in the fridge. Also check out our mini mart at OB's for great deals on things that you may miss from back home, including our all-new deli meat. Follow us on Facebook, or better yet, come on down and check us out for yourself. O'Brien's Irish Bar, located in downtown Changwon, across from the International Hotel. Come on down and have yourself a pint. It's the oldest foreigner bar in Changwon. The International Pub has been around for more than 25 years. Whether you're living in or just visiting Changwon City, you've got to make your way over to the IP for a visit. Full of history and home to the famous Juicy Pussy Drink, the IP has got everything you're looking for in a great night out. The International Pub in Changwon City. You're tuned in to the Changwoner, the social media podcast for Changwon City, South Korea, with your hosts, Scott, D, and Paul. Welcome to another episode of the Changwoner podcast. Once again, I'm Scott, and joining me as always is D. D, how's it going? It's going well, man. How you doing? I'm not doing too bad. 
And uh, Paul's still away on vacay, so he's going to be back in a, next week. Yeah, he's going to be back next week for the podcast. And uh, Bruce is uh, working early, so he's not with us tonight. He's MIA. But we got a special guest tonight. We have Wilhelm Lowe. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah, you got okay. also, also known as Will. Also known as Will, to make it simple. So, Will, how's it going? Yeah, going pretty well. Uh, looking forward to the podcast. First time I've done something like this. Really? It's, uh, yeah. So, like all the all the equipment and stuff, it's a little bit intimidating. But <laughs> it seems like it's going to be fun, so we'll give it a shot. Right. <laughs> and you are our first uh, South African guest. We have. I am indeed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> first, first and best. Hopefully, <laughs> it's right. It's right. And it's pretty awesome because uh, could be the last if <laughs> South Africans make comments like that. <laughs> The first and the best. I don't think so. I first think, and best South African, I meant. <laughs> I don't think so. I, Will Will's going to bring a lot to the table tonight, so I think that's. Uh, I'm very happy to have him here. Cool. So, uh, Will, uh, we know you're from South Africa. Where whereabouts are you from in South Africa? Uh, I'm I'm from way up north, uh, a city called Pretoria, it's just north of uh, Johannesburg, which is I think the one city that probably everyone knows. Yeah, Johannesburg and Cape Town. Johannesburg, Cape Town. So Pretoria is how far from Joburg? It's uh, about, call it 60 kilometers north okay. um, of, of Joburg. The city's about, I guess, maybe one and a half, two million people. I'm not 100% oh, sure. Oh, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah, it's, it's, it's big. It's probably slightly bigger than Changwon. Yeah. Um, it's about the same size as Canada. <laughs> <laughs> not geographically, I can assure you. <laughs> People-wise. People-wise, yeah. Um, what is the population of Canada? I think it's around 34 mil. 34 mil. What's the population of South Africa? Oh, crap. Um, around 60, 65 million, maybe. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I mean, because, you know, Africa, they said that you could put, like, three of Americas, three and a half of Americas, geography-wise, inside Africa. Not in South Africa. No, but, but in, in, in all in of Africa, Africa yeah. In so Africa, absolutely, yeah. Africa is, is huge. Yeah, so South Africa, what do you think that would be in in relation to Korea? How big would that be? How many Koreas could go in South Africa? Uh, I'd be guessing. I know, for example, that the surface area of Korea goes into a place called the Kruger National Park, which is like Holy a wildlife park. I've been to Kruger. That's So all of Korea can go into the one game park. Yes, but remember that that game park is not just in South Africa. It also goes up into oh, other yeah. countries. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, but okay. It's like the, the size of Korea is roughly the same as the, as the Kruger National Park. Okay, so... I would say you could probably get at least four, maybe five Koreas geographically into South Africa. Okay, all right. But Still, the, that's po- pretty the population is, is reasonably similar. Mm. So I've, I've actually and been to South Africa. and I, Sorry, Scott, go on. I was just going to say there are... Three or four Koreas too, aren't there? So yeah. North Korea, South North Korea, Korea, and Jeju Island, East Korea, West Korea. Yeah, and and Jeju, Jeju, don't forget Jeju Island. But not to cut you off, we got yeah. the summer ceremonial. We usually pick a language to do the cheers. So how would you say, how would you cheers, say cheers in, in Afrikaans? Uh, well, uh, cheers. <laughs> um, this 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 might come out sign, sounding funny. We do very often say cheers, but the technical word is gesondheid. 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 Okay. And we also got to do a word of the podcast. A word of the podcast today is fugacious. 
Fugacious. Fugacious. It's uh, something that lasts a short time and then disappears. So you can have... Um, fugacious. Fugacious. That's right. That is a fugacious. You did, you, did, you did say fugacious the first time, but you fixed it the second fugacious? time. So fugacious. 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 And it so means the... Uh, something that, that doesn't last a long time. So it could be our podcast guest tonight. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. If it's uh, like another Wouldn't podcast guest time. that pieced out in the middle of the podcast. We're not going to name any names. Yeah, no, I, I won't say any names, but I won't be doing that. <laughs> Fugacious? Fugacious. Fugacious. So, so if you use the word correctly during the podcast, then the other two have drink. to drink. Uh, okay. And if it's incorrect, you got to drink yourself. And if you pronounce it incorrectly, Scott, then the other two well scott then scott has to drink no sorry then the person the person that pronounces it incorrectly has to drink correct so getting back will when did you first come to korea uh that was uh was it august i think 2012 2012 so you've been here just over three years but you've come and gone as well right uh well no i didn't go long term um I've gone for vacations, but... Uh, so you fugacious out of Korea. Fugacious vacation? All right, I'll drink. <laughs> no, uh, I, uh, I did about just under two years in Changwon, and then uh, I lived in Goje for a year. <gasps> did you? I did. In really? Goje. Yes. Whereabouts in Goje? Uh, did you live near Okpo, or...? Uh, no, I lived... On the other, like on the other famous end, where the bus station is in in Goikon, uh, I live just behind that, up on the hill. Uh huh. And uh, I was there for a year, and then I came back to Changwon in March. Okay, of uh, this, uh, this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so what do you think? Uh, th- here's an interesting question. Then, the foreigner community in Goje, yeah, and the foreigner community in Changwon. Mm-hmm. What do you think? There's. What do you think the difference is? Um, I'm, I'm tempted to be glib and just say that the foreign community in Changwon is a lot more fun, but they, well, and they are. But I think the difference is that um, because of the geography of Goje and like the weather and the fact that it's an island, I think it attracts people who like a lot of outdoorsy stuff, uh-huh. who are more sort of um, like kayaking and yeah, you know, it's your sporty kind of stuff. You know, you kayak and. Try surfing and windsurfing, and there's boats, and there's hiking, and there's mountains, and all sorts of things. Um, and I think that shows in the in the community there as well. Um, uh-huh. There's a lot of really good people down there, but they're different from the people here. Um, for example, in in Changwon, you can walk into pretty much any of the foreigner bars on a Friday night, and it's going to be at least reasonably busy. Yeah, and you're going to have someone to talk to. In in Goje. Very often, a Friday night will be absolutely dead because almost the entire foreigner community is going on a hike the next morning. Okay. Um, I don't know whether that's a function of the size of the community. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's probably a lot less foreigners yes. in Koja. Uh, certainly too. teachers. And I, yeah, I, I was gonna, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, there's probably um, a d- different kind of foreigner community. There. Yes, uh, it's, a, it's a lot more engineers. Um, obviously, they've got all the shipbuilding down there, so... And um, the engineers, they, they, they like a bit of a party, but um, they often work six-day weeks. Yeah, so right. Friday nights tended to be a little bit of a 
kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Yeah. And Saturday nights. Saturday nights were better, yeah. uh, especially in the summer. Yeah. In the winter, it got a little boring because it got really cold and no one really wanted to walk anywhere. And right, right, right. Hibernated. Yeah. And um, I think that's the other thing I noticed in Goje is that uh, there's a lot more couples. Oh, really? Than I found in, in Changwon. Um, I don't know whether it's just that what I mentioned before about the geography and the activities puts single people off or yeah. whether it just happened that way by coincidence. But... Um, the percentage of couples is much higher. Okay. And I found that couples tend to stay in during the winter more than single people. Uh-huh. So, so what's there to do besides hiking, kayaking in Goje? Uh, not all that much, if I'm if I'm completely honest. Yeah. Um, so Changwon's better? Oh, by, uh, yeah, by a long way. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... I ended up after about four months or so I ended up starting to come back to Changwon at least once a month okay I would just take a bus on a Friday and go back on Sunday so like as far as living here what what do you do usually in your free time um well Changwon is it's, it's kind of a weird place for me because like my free time back home I like to No, no, I'm just saying, you like to... Uh... Oh, no, yes, no, no, that, that is true. There was like an awkward silence there. That is true. It's I, just I, weird cause Will looked we, up we, and I was we, like, we, what happened? We've I, got I, the camera going on, but I'm realizing <laughs> nobody listening is going to know what I was doing. Yeah, no, so, so for those of you who are listening and not watching, uh, Scott made the very astute observation that what I like to do in my free time is drink copious amounts, which uh, is true, but I wasn't necessarily planning on mentioning that <laughs> thanks Scott it's okay you know I, I drink a hell of a lot more than I do uh, back home in America oh no for sure yeah um, and the thing is like that that is definitely a function of the community here yeah rather than anything else yeah, and it's, convenience as well uh, yes convenience to a certain extent but also like for example if you're sitting at home on a Wednesday or Thursday night you've just gotten home from your hard one job at 9 o'clock and you're like I don't want to cook. Cooking sucks. Yeah. I'm going to just go to O'Brien's, have a burger, and see who's there. Right. And you it's go there, have a drink. It's highly likely that the right people are there, and you end up at Biscacci at 6 o'clock the next morning. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it's it's very much the community rather and, and the convenience, like you said, rather than that you want to, mm. you know. Um, and and two, you you obviously work a hagwon job. You don't work a public school job. No, no. Uh, I I did. I've done in my three years here. I've done exactly three months of early morning starts, and that it sucks. Oh, that will not be happening again. <laughs> it sucks. Getting getting up at eight o'clock in the morning in Changwon is straight from the devil. Uh, it's, 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 no way that is an acceptable practice. <laughs> well, you can just stay up and go to work. I, I did that a few times. Um, <laughs> a few people have done that. Didn't, yeah. It didn't go as well as I would have hoped. <laughs> Let's be honest. No. Yeah, I, I used to do this run when uh, back in the first year I was here, I used to go over to Japan. And I, I wanted to go for two nights in Japan at least. So And it never worked out that way. But I would, I would run from my Hagwon job, which was an early morning kindergarten job, run to the ferry station uh, by taxi. I would get a taxi to the ferry station. Uh, and then I would uh, 
get on the boat, the overnight boat, to Japan. And I would arrive there at 8 o'clock in the morning, party all day, sleep late on Sunday, and then I would come uh, to the ferry station at 10 o'clock that next night on Sunday and take the ferry back to Korea and then arrive at 8 o'clock in the morning, try to rush through immigration. I had to be at work at 9.30. So I'm going through immigration and from Busan to my Hagwon job. was never late, but I rarely got in a lot of sleep that night. And walking mm. in, um, it, it, it's, it's not fun. It's not yeah, fun no, at all. It's not good. At the all. thing is, you, you get there at like 9, and then at 9.45, the kindergartners arrive, and they are like capuchin monkeys on acid. <laughs> and you have to try and corral 10 of them into eating some sort of breakfast. <laughs> and all you're thinking the whole time is, please. If if I kill one of them, will they catch me? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's not it's not a good idea. You know, it's really bad right now, though. What's that? I want to use the word of the podcast, but I have no idea what it is. I <laughs> Fugacious. I, I remember the meaning, but I don't remember the mar- word. But I want to say. <laughs> You get, I, I, you get to watch the feeling, next morning, you want to fugacious out of that class. Him. No. Yeah. That, that, that feeling that Will was feeling about wanting to, you know, do harm is a fugacious feeling. Yeah. I, I is, just yeah. wanted to add to your conversation that those days when you're in the class and uh, you want to fugacious out mm-hmm. of that class. What it, yeah, fugacious that, is not a verb. Though. That's not a verb. I have that problem every Drink. Everything's a verb to me, so. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So, anyway. So, so, how do you beautiful? How do you beautiful? Yeah. I He's do, doing it right now. I, I do beautiful every day. <laughs> you beautiful every day? Yeah. <laughs> how do you beautiful? He's beautifuling so, right now. If everything's a verb. So, anyway, Will, besides South Korea and obviously back home, are, are there any other countries you've traveled to? Or? Uh, yes, actually quite a few. I, I actually lived in London, in England, mm. for did, several years. Did you um, do the student visa thing or uh, work visa? Yes, yeah, work visa thing. Yeah. Um, I, was, I, I went over initially, I took this crappy hotel job just to get there. Um, and then uh, very soon after that, I found a job working for uh, Green King Breweries. Oh, that's great. Which was literally the perfect job for me as uh-huh. like a 24-year-old. Um, I worked for the brewery as like a, an area supply manager kind of thing. Like I made sure that all the pubs in the area had the stock they needed and yeah. put in their orders and made sure that everything got delivered and that sort of thing. And um, I actually lived above one of the pubs. Mm. And uh, I would travel to a different pub every day check in and have meetings with the owners and whatever and make sure that everything's okay. So it was free food, a lot of free drink. Yeah. Um, I mean, they gave me a car or a transport card. So I, never, <coughs> I literally never paid for anything and just drank my way through the northwest and then the now uh, southwest of, of London. Yeah. And made, made some money. Uh. Um, and, and that's co- that's common for South Africans to travel to London or to, to England and, and work, right? It, it it used to be a lot more common than it is now. It's a lot more difficult now than it used to be. But why is why is that? I think they've just changed their visa regulations. Okay. Um, like that that's 
that work holiday visa thing is much more difficult to get now. Well, that that you because you have the same option to go to Australia if you wanted to to do the um, same thing because it's part of the Commonwealth. I I don't personally have it anymore. You have to be under thirty. You're right. But I think the option is there. So you can go to Australia or New Zealand or uh, yes, I think of the Commonwealth countries, the the one that we can't go to, or we can but not very easily, is Canada. I think that's the most difficult one. That's right. What dickheads? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, no, not everybody is welcome there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, they they seem to have some sort of problem with South Africans. I don't know if it's the uh, rampant racism or the idiotic accent. <laughs> mm. Well, so, uh, I mean, getting into accents and stuff, so you grew up uh, Afrikaans, right? Yes, I am actually Afrikaans. Now, yes. wait, please explain to listeners who don't know anything about South Africa, what's the difference between Afrikaans and an English speaker in South Africa? Uh, okay, so Afrikaans is, basically comes from the Dutch settlers. Uh, it, it's, it's a language that evolved from Dutch. Uh, the closest language that still exists, um, most people think is Dutch, is actually Flemish. Yeah, you were telling me that because earlier. Of the, uh, because of the pronunciation. Quite interesting. Um, but the Afrikaans people are the Boers from the Anglo-Boer War, uh-huh. uh, which I think a lot of people know about. Which was um, in 1400, 1500s? Is it my, uh, wrong? my date's wrong. No, that was, like at the, that was like around 1900. The 1900. Yeah. My totally. right no, wait, 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 sorry. The Dutch, is, that's the year the Dutch came to South Africa? Uh, yeah, in 1652. 1652. I knew I was like 200 years right around, old. Right around my birthday. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah you might have actually known him. Uh, he, he traveled quite a lot. I've quite, known, traveled I've known quite a lot of people, but I usually don't pay attention to people. So. Yeah, no, he, he traveled quite extensively, so he, he may have... He may have Anyway, speaking about people, and before we get into language, let's uh, do a few birthdays and shout-outs before we talk about languages and how many languages we each know. Okay. It's time for your birthday wishes, shout-outs, and announcements on the Chang Warner Podcast. All right, so we got some birthdays, obviously, coming up here. I would like to say a special shout-out to my friend Eileen. She is a wonderful lady, and she is the beauty of life. She always picks me up with her posts. She, her birthday is on the 15th. Another beautiful lady is in Japan. Her name is Yuki. She's on the 18th. Yuki is a very special friend that I've known for almost 10 years, and I'd like to say happy birthday to you, Yuki. We have Abiella. She is the beer koozies girl. Her and Corbin do the beer koozies. You know that. Uh, she's also turning uh, a year older on the 19th. And uh, next week, I leave for America on the 22nd. Uh, so I will not be partaking in the uh, podcast next Tuesday. But my friend, my the my best friend in Changwon, his name is Paul Ford. His birthday is on the 23rd. And I'm so sorry, Paul, I'm going to be missing it. But I'm so happy to know that you're going to be having a, a birthday with a lot of good friends because a lot of people are going to take you out that day. So I'd like to say happy birthday to you as well. Right. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in there. I've, I've got two uh, personal friends that I want to say happy birthday to. They had their birthdays this week. Uh, first is a friend of mine, Stefan, from back in South Africa. We've known each other since we were about 10 years old, I guess. 
he just had his birthday, so congratulations. Uh, and then Remy, Remy Rutkowski, who went to school with me in South Africa and currently lives in London, just had his birthday yesterday. Congrats, mate. And then uh, two old uh, Changwon people who have birthdays today and tomorrow, respectively. Uh, big shout-outs to Mike Harris and Max Benzi, who are no longer in Changwon. They are still Changwoners, right? Oh, absolutely. They're still Changwoners. Absolutely. And we actually, there's a Changwoner coming up that has a birthday. I believe his name is Martin. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you brought him up. How did we forget Martin? Martin's birthday is on the 19th, I believe. That is a Saturday night. That is this week. That is true. We're going to, I don't know where we're going to start the night, but I know we're going to be finishing the night here at BK House. When BK closes, I'm probably guessing it's going to go over to Biscacci. So if anybody would like to come and toast this special guy, and he is a really special guy, he's a good guy, come out and see him on the 19th, uh, which is a Saturday night, probably around 1 o'clock, come buy him a drink. And I'm sure he'd love to arm wrestle anybody that comes out on his birthday. <laughs> Too yeah, bad Ben Hearn isn't here. Craig, if Craig's listening, Craig could come out and wrestle arm. Yes. Wrestle, wrestle arm. arm. Arm wrestle. Arm you, you, wrestle Martin. You say, you say when BK closes, go to Viscacci, but I, I have a sneaky suspicion that BK might not be closing on uh, on that particular night. Uh, the... Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Martin, Martin's such a good guy. He's going to have a lot of uh, people. He's, uh, he's he's a fixture here. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people. There's going to be a lot of people so, uh, coming. So if you guys want to come for a good party, come for Martin's birthday on the nineteenth on Saturday. I, I could see it being a fugacious. Whoa! Night. That means it's going to be short lived. Uh, I, I can I, see I, it certain, being the exact opposite. Places. Actually. Yeah. At certain places. Uh, I'll, I'll, anyway. I'll, I'll drink to that, though. You okay. said, you said, it, you said it correctly. <laughs> Fugacious, but... It wasn't a verb either, was it? No, it wasn't. But it is now. Starting now, it's a verb. <laughs> I fugacious you. I'm going to fugacious you. <laughs> so. Anyway, and uh, just a quick few shout-outs. Uh, quite a b- bunch of people left this past week. Actually, yesterday and today. Mm-hmm. Had Zach and Nancy who left on uh, Monday morning, and they they they're now in India. Are they? Yeah, that's where they went. They were going to India for two months. Cool. Yeah. And uh, there's uh, Blake who left today. He was supposed to leave yesterday. (laughs) He was supposed to leave yesterday. He missed his flight. Oh yes. And so did uh, Tara. Tara missed her flight as well? I think so, yeah. They took a bus and uh, just showed up a bit late. But <laughs> luckily, <laughs> I, everybody's been there except for me. Yeah, I've missed uh, a flight. I've, I've definitely been you, there. You've missed a flight? I've missed a flight once or twice. But luckily, they got just you know the same flight the next day, no extra charge. That's which great. Which is cool. That's cool. It's changed a lot. Yeah, don't forget about Ben, too. Ben Hearn. And Ben Hearn, yeah. Yeah. Ben Hearn. Ben took off as well. So uh, a a few people left us, and a few people are coming in, and I'll just give a quick shout-out to everybody new that showed up in Changwon. Yeah, I met a cool guy, actually, that took over for uh, Zach and Nancy. His name's Andrew. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if you met Andrew. He he was a super cool guy. Very, very outgoing, very friendly. Um, big beard. He reminds me of, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy who, who fights for freedom in the Congo. Oh, uh, Josh Walsh? No, 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 no. Anyway, anyway, he he, he looks he looks kind of like this guy, and he, he's a really nice guy. So he's taking over for Zach, uh, and his girlfriend's taking over for Nancy. So uh, it would be nice to it's it's always great when a couple leaves or people leave, and you get a replacement for them, and they're either similar personalities or you know just as cool, right? So sure. you don't want to have any. So, uh, yeah, there's people that come from all over the <laughs> yeah. place, you know, different countries, different places. And just before we'd gotten the shout-outs, we talked about language a little bit. So, uh, Will, what languages do you speak? Ah, uh, okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm fluent in English and Afrikaans. English is arguable. So, what's your first language? <laughs> uh, my first language is actually Afrikaans. Your first uh, language, yeah. That's oh, yeah. The, your parents are uh, raised you as, as Afrikaans. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I I'm Afrikaans. I'm I was born, raised. I speak Afrikaans with my family. That's 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 our language. Mm. But uh, I would almost argue that I have two first languages now, rather than a first and a second. Yeah. Um, because I've I've spent so much time using English exclusively. Yeah. That uh, I've gotten I've gotten comfortable enough now that. Uh, I've had a few conversations with uh, one of our mutual friends, Stu, who's yeah. working up at O'Brien's. Um, he was a psychology major, and he was always interested in what people dream about. Yeah. And uh, he asked me once, what language do I dream in? And uh, he was shocked when I told him that I dream in English. Mm. And uh, once he started to explain to me why he was shocked, I was also kind of shocked, because at the end of the day... Dreaming, you should dream in what language you're the most comfortable in, surely. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I read English, I speak English, I, yeah. I, I dream English. You yeah. know, I, I'm Afrikaans, but I'm also English at the same time. I've had so. dreams in a, another language, though, as well. No, I mean, I, like, I've had dreams in French, for example, uh, where I'm in French class. Yeah. Oh. Um, but not, not, like, in a normal outside situation. Oh, I, I, I have had, I, I've, I've had a dream um, of being in a situation where I'm speaking Japanese, um, mm-hmm. and my whole dream was in Japanese. But this is also too when I was, I was in the midst of studying J- Japanese in Japan. Okay. And uh, so I guess psychologically, I'm becoming more comfortable in language. I don't know. I don't know all the all the things about that. But yeah, you know, I've had a dream in Elvish. Really. What what does that mean? Do you, did, did did you, you understand it? Uh, I think so. I absolutely know nothing about it, but mm. I've had a dream, and it doesn't matter what the language is. Oh. I know what's going on. Oh, so elfish, elfish, yeah. like like elfish. Tolkien, you were speaking, elfish. You were speaking elf, yeah, like Tolkien, elfish. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> but in, in my in my dreams, I speak all languages. So. Really? Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. How many how many languages can you speak, Scott? Uh, one. <laughs> ish. Oh, ish. <laughs> one one fluently, but maybe three others. 
Not too bad. Yeah. Being a French, Korean. You can you can understand pretty good Korean, right? Yeah. Yeah. French, I'm sure you can. I don't speak anything well. I don't speak English well, so. Well, that's debatable. I don't like to speak that much, so. Yeah. But I can understand a few languages. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. But uh, I think I think that's the case with me as well. Like most of the languages that I'm, let's call it familiar with, I understand much better than I speak. Right. Yeah. Like sure. I understand French almost completely, and I speak maybe, if I had to put a percentage on it, 35%. Um, Flemish and Dutch. Flemish and Dutch, I understand somewhere between 70 and 80%. Yeah, because they're really close to your language. Because they're very close to Afrikaans. Yeah. But I can speak them probably not even 10%. Yeah. Um, It's just that I'm, I'm able to work out what the words mean. Uh, yeah. But I'm not able to uh, do the reverse, where I take the meaning and construct the word. Right, right. How many languages are in Africa? Does anybody oh, know? Like thousands. Thousands? Thousands. Thousands, thousands. yeah. There's, I, I, I think it's like 1,800. I think, See, it's, there's only I think one it's Nigeria that has over 700. Like different dialects or actual different languages? Like I mean, when once the dialects get strong enough, they yeah, basically are different languages. Um, See, the only the only language I know from Africa is basically from South Park. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that that click click. The click. most resi- reliable <laughs> source in the world. All right, so yeah. here, according to uh, according to Wiki. Um, there are which fi- is also just as reliable as. All right. Well, let me let me scroll park. down. Let me scroll down a little bit, a little bit longer, a little bit more. No, uh, please tell us more about nations Wikipedia. online. And oh Jesus, there's a oh yeah. I, said I wrote Jesus. that. 15 I said Jesus, ago. and then this is the Christian Science Monitor. Um, <laughs> uh, there are uh, fifteen hundred to two thousand languages. So it's definitely probably the. M- as far as continents go, it's definitely the, the most, most diverse languages. Oh, oh sure, yeah, yeah, for, oh, for yeah, sure. No, for sure. Probably <laughs> no one even close to that, right? And, I no. mean, if you look I at... I would a, guess China is second. In terms of diversity? No, I'd say no, India. in terms of language. I'd say India after that. I'd no, say language? India. Yeah, of languages. China has at least seven. Well, there. I mean, there's dialects, but then there's not... No, language. Absolute, like, different languages. So Afri- I'd say Africa India. Africa would be first. I'd say India. Really? Yeah, I would say India because there's there's like uh, let me let me let me just yeah, you guys talk here. And my my fingers are. Stuck. I know China has at least seven that I can think of. Okay, so that's seven. Africa I has mean, about nothing. Nothing compares to Africa. Yeah, nothing compares to Africa. All right, like Canada has two. USA has one ish. Yeah. Okay, there's Although regional there's, languages. There's so a, here in China, we made that Mexican should be one of the official languages. Should be or Spanish or. All right, yeah. so there are regional languages in China. So that that's just dialects, okay? But actually, in India, there are so much more. 122. So India would be second. Huh? I would like to just throw in that we are comparing countries to a continent. Yeah, that's true. That's no, I'm, true. I'm comparing continents. 
No, I mean, if you then if you go if you compare continents in Asia, Scott, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but China is not a continent. Uh, it's gonna be. <laughs> Probably at some point, yeah. All right, All right, Asia. Asia might come, might 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 actually come pretty close. There's a lot of very small tribes that probably will get counted. Yeah. So Africa be first, maybe Asia second. All right. So here in in Asia, it says here yeah. in Asia, this one, linguistic society says two thousand one hundred ninety-seven languages spoken in Asia. I'd, I'd like to see what that same site says about Africa because, um, like, I know in Africa, for example, there are a lot of smaller tribes that are just viewed as part of larger tribes in the same area because they're entirely, like, enclosed by that tribe. They don't have their own sort of separate geographical areas that they live in. So, out of the languages that you do know... Has it made it easier for you, like, traveling around? We didn't fully get into all the countries you've been to, but... Um, I think the only the only places that it's really helped me uh, directly was in, in Europe. Uh, when I went to France, for example, being able to speak, and, well, understand and understand somewhat French. speak French mm. definitely helped. Um, but I think where it did help was that I was more capable of adapting to a situation where I didn't understand. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, that just prepares you. Being able to, yeah. you know, you, you, you're out of your comfort zone and you you know you're out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So you're, you're I, used I, to that. Exactly. And I, yeah. and I think that that's what learning a language is. That's where it helps you the most is it forces you into a situation where you're completely uncomfortable. Right. And teaches you to overcome that situation. Right. And I think that's probably... Like because the languages I've, I'm familiar with are all sort of Latin or Germanic languages. Yeah. So there's no way they could have linguistically helped me in Korea. Right. But they did prepare me for the idea of being incapable of communicating. Oh uh, yeah. So knowing happens. knowing two languages, you know, pretty well, like being bilingual, has it made it easier for you to pick up on other languages, like? Uh, some languages, yes. When the, when they're from the same root, when they're Latino Germanic, they're they're a lot easier. Um, I find like I, I've never really sat down and studied, but I find that I pick up phrases in languages like Spanish and Portuguese and Italian a lot quicker than I do in Korean or Japanese, for example, yeah. because the sounds are all there and the sounds are all the same. It's just a question of ar- arranging them into the right order. Yeah. Have you studied Korean at all, or, or just pick it up as you go? Uh, some, um, some. You can read, right? I, I, I can read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can read it, but speaking. I have a is quick question for both of you: What's yeah. the first Korean word that you learned? I learned a phrase. That was kind of important. I learned a phrase. It's very important. The first phrase I learned. This guy said uh, his birthday before Paul Ford. He was my um, my head teacher at the first job that I landed here in Korea. He was the guy that interviewed me. He's my best friend. He taught me mokuchukcha, which means let's drink until we die. So <laughs> that's my first Korean very, phrase. Very important. Yeah. Well, I uh, well, The first one I learned, obviously, was onyongaseo, to say mm-hmm. hello to someone and greet them politely. But 
<laughs> I learned the exact same phrase. <laughs> Mokuchukcha. Not, not even two days in. <laughs> yes. I learned that the first night I was here. And, yeah. and I went, we went to uh, IPs at uh, that time. IPs had their 15th anniversary party. So it was 10,000 won, all you can drink, all you can eat. Jesus, and now was, it's 20. Yeah, but <laughs> I was still at that time I had, I had a, a, like 11,000 won in my pocket. And I'm like, this is great. Korea is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> was it wonderful? I think my first word was quenchanayo. Mm, yeah. yeah, and it's yeah, the one I use the most. Yeah, whether it's you know Quenchan or mm. just no problem. Yeah, no problem. It's all right. That's what I have. Is no problem. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So there's lots of languages out there. I'm sure the more you know, the easier it is for traveling around. But uh, we're we're gonna get into some traveling th- stories and shit like that coming up. But before we do that, we're going to get into some what's going on in Changwon. I'm sure uh, Will wants to know. Is it Will or is it Will Helm Low? Oh, you did it. Oh, wow. That was, that was, actually, good. That was actually That was not really bad. <laughs> We'd like to know good. what's coming up in Changwon this coming week. I certainly do. Bang! It's your local events list for Changwon City. Get your ass out the chair, and we'll see you there. All right, well, I've got a fugacious promo for oh. BK this weekend. Drink. Drink. Cheers. Uh, the Rugby World Cup is starting this weekend, which, Will, I'm sure you're up for this. Oh, but yeah. The first game is going to be a little bit crazy here in Changwon because it starts at 4 a.m. So BK this weekend, she's doing... The game's on two screens here. She just got a new screen for the outside. So all World Cup, which is about a month long, the Tiger bottles are 4,000, hot dogs for 4,000. Maybe you want you know, nachos or fries. It's just a couple extra bucks. And 50-cent wings. We say 50-cent. 501 wings for each wing. Happy hour Friday or Saturday, 6.30 to midnight. A thousand one off selected drinks. So, so it's w- wings again. Wings again, all through they were the good. rugby. I had some the yeah, they're pretty good. The, the all through the rugby World Cup, which is going to be great. And there's like there's like twenty thousand no, game. I'm sorry, not twenty thousand. There's like thirty thousand games on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, no, I, there's going to be a ton of games. And uh, as a as a South African and a massive rugby fan. Uh, I can tell you, even if you don't like rugby particularly, or even if you know nothing about it, it's always fun to watch. It's always a good crowd. So make sure to stop by at some point. Yeah, and the first game on this weekend uh, is it's it's carrying over from the Friday night. So it's a Saturday morning at 4 a.m. England versus Fiji is the first game on. And then the second game on is that same Saturday, and that starts at 8 p.m., is that right? 8 p.m.? 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. And then also Saturday, 10.30 p.m. So the fir- the next game, what's the green? I can't read the green. We're going off the schedule here. Right. So you've got you've got uh, 4 a.m. Saturday morning is England against Fiji. Then 8 p.m. Saturday night will be Tonga against... Uh, Europe. Uh, Romania. Romania, yeah. Then uh, 10.30 p.m., you've got Ireland against Canada. At 1 a.m. Sunday, you've got France against Italy. And at 4 a.m. Sunday, 
You have South Africa against Japan. Sorry, Ireland versus Canada is 10.30 p.m. Saturday night. And then Sunday in the a.m., that's 1 a.m., carried over from Saturday night, that is France versus... Italy. Italy. And then also, too, Sunday... Oh, fuck, that's going to be a long day. Fucking Sunday. You can, you can literally, from 8 p.m. on Saturday night... You can watch one, two, three, four games in a row with very minimal interruptions. Uh, the 4 a.m. Sunday morning. No, there's that Sunday. No, that's Monday morning then. 4 a.m. South Africa versus. No, it's it's 4 a.m. Sunday morning is South Africa versus oh, okay. Japan. Oh, thank fuck. And then the next game is 8 p.m. Sunday night. Oh, jeez, thank God, because I got to work that night here at the <laughs> K House. I was thinking I'm going to go to bed at like six in the morning on Friday, Monday. Anyway, and at O'Brien's, Austin's back from vacation. So yeah, that means, hope, you, hope you had a good time in Vietnam, Austin. That means deli meats are back on this week, so you can put in your deli meat orders at the OB's Mini Mart. And uh, on Saturday the 19th, there's a welcome new teacher's night. They're going to have uh, lamb burgers, I think. And what's the deal if you've been here two months? Uh, If you've been here for two months or less, you get 2,001 off every drink you buy. So we got to find newbies to buy us drinks. (laughs) To give give an idea, uh, a draft beer will cost you two bucks. Two Uh, bucks? uh, A mixed drink, vodka, vodka orange or vodka coke or whiskey coke or something like that will cost you about three bucks. So definitely come out for that one. It's probably the cheapest you're going to drink all year. You got to love are Austin. Gonna, you got to love Austin because yeah. he he knows exactly how to make the promo. That's pretty are awesome. Are they going to check the foreign cards though? Like if I say I've been here for one month, three months, you know? Well, I don't. I know. I, I don't think any but. of the three of us could get away. With it, <laughs> if I'm completely honest, what if and I also, shaved my head and wore glasses? Also on the same night at Next Bar, they're going to have an open mic. So people can just pop back and forth, you know, like uh, open mic and next bar. It's literally across the hall from O'Brien's. Yeah. Yeah, really, so if, if, you, if you can make it, uh, make sure to pop in at the open mic. It really is a lot of fun. Uh, pretty much everyone who plays there does a lot of covers. It's a lot of sing-along stuff. Mm. It's always a, a hell of a party. Stu's, so. Stu's the bartender, but he'd probably be playing... Oh, Stu, Stu will be playing. Oh. You know, if, if I had to guess, he'll, he'll be ending the night. And I'd guess and that maybe Peter and Michael Valley? Peter, uh, Pe- Peter and Michael probably play. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a suspicion that Stu will probably close the night, maybe uh. with Jose. Uh-huh. Uh, but... Either way, it's going to be a hell of a good time, and there's going to be a lot of sing-along stuff. So Stu closes so almost every night. Yeah. <laughs> Not with music, though. Every Playing time I've time. been out drinking, anyways. Well, that's his job. Uh, but his hobby is to play music. In various places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whether it's Biscacci or wherever. Oh. And also on Sunday, I guess that would be the 20th, right? Yeah. Ian's having his uh, celebrity chef. Yeah, he's going to be doing some uh, turkey. Turkey, turkey dinner. Yeah. Early Thanksgiving. Early yeah. Thanksgiving, people. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's a hell of a deal. It's like 15 bucks. Yeah. Now, all the it's profits go to the chefs, which is cool. Yeah, so it's originally, or originally, it's, it's sold out, but there's usually people that do not show up or drop out. So if anybody is interested... Just jump on uh, O'Brien's on Facebook and let Austin know. 
And they can probably hook up with a good turkey dinner this coming Sunday. Yeah, who's the other celebrity chef? I don't, I don't know myself. Just, it's just Ian. That's it's no, just Ian. This week is just Ian. Ian's doing yeah. the whole dinner oh, by himself. Geez. But uh, it's, on, it's, a, it's a full, it's a full turkey dinner with. I was actually last weekend. I was brewing beer with Ian. That guy is a multi-talented guy. We we did the uh, the uh, Busan uh, Foreigner Culture Market together. Right. Side by side, he was doing his cheesecakes. I was doing biltong. Um, he sold out. I sold out. It was it was a great day. That guy can make some cheesecake. Right? He can make some food, and and you know what? He can brew some beer too. Was it like or a no. Reese's Pieces event? What, what what's it <laughs> like? A uh, oh you. Dip my biltong in my cheesecake. Actually, that's how we were selling it. Is like Start, started up a. Whole we were saying it. We, we were we were right next to. We were what, so what lucky. Was races, races. Is you got some peanut butter in my chocolate. We were right next to the door. Right next to the door. So we were greeting everybody that came in, and the whole spiel was, "Hey, have some dinner, some beef, and then have some dessert, some cheesecake." We sold the shit out of everything we had. We, it was a great night. And we, we went and toasted Shay. It was her birthday last week on Saturday. So we went and had a drink with her, which was cool. So anyway, Celebrity Chef is uh, something Austin likes to do every month. So if somebody's interested, you can get in touch with Austin. And, uh, you know, you make the menu, you cook the food, and you take all the profit. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So now moving back into uh, back to Will here. Will... Um, I just like to hear a crazy story you have of Chang Wan. Oh, put you on Jesus. the spot here, Jesus! Crazy story about <laughs> Chang Wan. Um, really uh, putting you on the spot. Okay, yeah, just, bit, no, okay, okay. All right. Uh, well, I've had I've had a, a kind of an odd story happen to me actually just yesterday. Um, I had a, a crowned tooth that uh, cracked after I. Tried to eat a peach in one bite, effectively. Oh and my! Bit into the pit itself, um, and my tooth just cracked all the way down the middle. And I, I initially I went to the to the dentist and I thought, okay, fine, they'll just replace the crown. It's not a big deal. But it had cracked and damaged the actual root, so they had to take the whole thing out. But I mean, I'm not going to bore you with all the dentist details. Everything is done and fixed now. But what I found really funny is the approach to uh, anesthesiology. In uh, in Korea, I mean, this is this is a route full of nerve endings. Yeah, right in the front of my mouth. Did it hurt? So, so, oh. Fucking hurt. Fuck me. Yes, yeah. it hurt. Oh. So, but this doctor, he, he injects me in the front of my mouth, like in front of my front teeth. Injects me once, and then he like gives me a little bit of a love tap behind my teeth and goes, "Okay, we're ready." I'm like. Okay, if you say so. Literally touches me, and I'm on fire. Yeah. I'm fucking dying. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> in my life. <laughs> it hurts, man. It so hurts. So I literally, I, and this is probably not the manliest thing I will ever say in my life, but I literally grabbed his arm and pushed him away from me and went, get that fucking drill away from me. <laughs> and I, 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 the guy speaks some English, but not a lot. Hmm. That was one of those fugacious moments. You're close, fugacious, but, but almost there. Almost, almost there. there. I'll drink nice with you. Effort. I'll drink with you because nice we're at the end of the. Uh, yeah, we're at let's, the end, let's have a drink. We're at the end of the podcast, so. So no. So anyway, through through several 
gesticulations and arm movements and efforts, I told him to give me more anesthetic. And then, so, and so he gives me one more injection, like at the back Wh of my mouth. Oh, okay. He's like, I'm oh. like, no, no, that's not enough. He's like, oh, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. I'm like, Is that like freezing? Say again? Like no, freezing? No, 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 it's, it's like a, a local anesthetic. But numbs just it. Into numbs the it. root. Like, yeah, like so free, you can't freezing, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, I can feel where he's stuck the needle in, and I can feel that that's not where it hurt before. So I'm like, I don't know. Hang on a second. <laughs> you just stop there, Mr. Needle Man. <laughs> he's like, oh, no, no, good, good, good. I'm like, fuck, no, it's not good. Bring back the needle. More, more. She's like, oh, no, 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 too much, too much. Like, Listen. There's no such thing as too much. Fucking kill that motherfucker. Yeah, just freeze up your mouth. Just, uh, like, I, uh, put me to sleep if you fucking have to. I don't want to feel this shit. Yeah. Because it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so, after much cajoling, I got, like, two more miniature injections. And, and he goes back to yanking the shit out of my mouth with, like, a fucking plier. It looks like a socket wrench. <laughs> that sounds like it sucks. <laughs> sucks Big ass balls, man. Anyway, so but he goes back to it, and it's okay for about fifteen seconds, and then it feels like a donkey kicked me in my nose. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and I, uh, again, I have to grab him and go, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, pain." I'm like, what the fuck do you think? <laughs> of course, it's fucking pain. <laughs> it hurts like a bitch. It's, I've literally never felt anything this painful. <laughs> so he has to go back and give me like two more injections on either side of the nerve. And eventually he got the whole thing out. And then he sticks like a little bundle of gauze into that, what is effectively an open wound. Bangs my mouth closed and says, okay, two hour. I'm like, what does that mean? Two hours what? Two hours what? Oh. You, biting, two hour. Biting? I'm like, you want me to fucking clench my mouth for two hours? I'm going to go into some sort of rictus. <laughs> Are you insane? I can't do that. Do you, do you know what I heard about dentists here in Korea? Mm -hmm. Dentists are the doctors that failed out of medical school that had to I know, I know. take up dentistry. And then you might get a chance that the guy that worked on your mouth failed out of dentistry school and... Barely, oh, sorry, not failed, but barely passed. Yeah, yeah. So well, I, I, I'd heard the same story, so I did some research, and this guy has some certificate or plaque or something from some Boston Union of Dentists or something. I'm crest, sure that was online. Crest toothpaste. Crest. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, <laughs> this guy's probably good. <laughs> right. Anyway, so his nurse eventually explains to me that all I have to do is just bite down for 20 minutes uh -huh. so that it stays there until the bleeding stops and in two hours I can take it out. Okay. So I was like, okay, fine, I can do that. And I said to her, all right, so what happens now? I have a hole in my mouth. Can I eat? Can I drink? She goes, no. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck me. I'm not asking a stupid fucking question. You told me to come back in 29 hours. Uh -huh. You're telling me I'm not allowed to eat or drink anything. She goes, oh, 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 no, no, okay. No smoking, no alcohol. 
It's a All good right. thing you're drinking Red uh, Rock tonight. That's not alcohol. Okay. That's just beer. Oh, no, no, no. I've, I've already been back. Oh, oh, okay. All right, all right. So she Thank says God. To me, so she says Thank me, God. no smoking, no alcohol. And I went, okay, so can I eat? She goes, eh. I'm like, <laughs> you're nice. You're not allowed to say, eh. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? So I said to her, well, you know, can I eat or do I do just I have to suck, Can I suck goes, food up through my nose? Yeah. She kind of gives me this look. It's, it's sort of like you'd look at a dog that missed the fucking uh, sandbox the first time around. And just she goes, eh, maybe careful. <laughs> Chew with your tongue. <laughs> I was like, um, okay. So dinner last night was tuna. <laughs> that I could just swallow without chewing. And uh, breakfast this morning was yogurt and soup. So, <laughs> Holy crap. Just because I had no idea whether I could or could <laughs> So you went back to the dentist today. Yeah, I, I, like, I had the second half of my day off. You got checked go out. back and yeah. they put in this prosthetic thing. Uh, here. Yeah. And, uh, it looks. I mean, it looks normal. I mean, does you don't look like you've been hit by a, a a truck or anything like that. No, I mean it's it's fine. I've got it for a couple of weeks, and then I've got to go back for a checkup. And when the gums are completely healed, then you it, get a permanent get a one, permanent implant. But, uh, I fucking hate dentists. God damn those peaches! Oh yeah, they are assholes. Fuck Both the peaches and it's, it's peaches. not because they're assholes. I just don't like. It is painful. One. I know why Scott doesn't like dentists. Two. I know why you don't like dentists. It's always hot girls. Yes. Looking, in Korea anyway. Yeah. Hot girls looking, looking. into your mouth when I visit once every 12 years. You know, <laughs> That's get, exactly get, what I was going to say. Get cleaning and shit like that. So Scott's going to be like, um, yeah, I, don't judge me about my mouth. I bleed all over the fucking place. The sec- <laughs> the second you no, teeth no, no, I know, me. like. They told me, all right, you can take out the gauze at 12 o'clock, because I, I left there at about 10 in the morning. And they said, okay, you have to keep that there until 12. Two hours is fine. Mm. And I was like, okay, cool. So at like 12.05, I took out the gauze, and I was like, I was looking at the mirror, and I took it out, and I was like, yeah, that's cool, yeah, sweet. Got back to my bed. I was going to lie down and watch a movie before I got, went to work. And... Um, I lay down, and maybe 15 seconds later, I had a scratch in my throat, and I just coughed, and my entire hand just went red. Oh, like, you just, oh it's shit. What, what? Probably coughed out the uh So I went back to the bathroom, and, everything. and it was just blood, just like, oh. yeah, everything. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, sure, that's going to be done in two hours. Great, thanks, guys. Yeah. So I had to stick that bloody fucking gauze back into there, and I left it all the way until I went to work. Just after two. Yeah, but, it was... Ugh. But the one good thing in Korea, I have to say, though, dentists, you can walk in without an appointment. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Be seen within, actually, a few minutes of my yeah. times. Yeah. They've got stations. It's super cheap. Yeah. With or without insurance? Uh, well, normally insurance does not cover dentistry. N- so normally. you have to have you you have to have either a special plan that actually takes care of it. Um, and I'm guess I, I'm just guessing. I don't even know if this is true, but I know the normal health insurance does not cover any dental work here in Korea. 
Yeah, okay. that, is, that is true. I know because I, I found it extremely weird that for your health check to get the E2 visa, you have you to go to through a dental a check. And there's, it's but there's no dental coverage whatsoever on yeah, the policy. Right. So it's like, yeah. well, what the fuck but am I doing here then? Regardless, it is super cheap, you know? Like, oh, yeah, it is. The last is time I went, cheap. I had the scaling, cleaning. Mm. It was 50 bucks. Yeah. And I had a filling done. It was 80 bucks. Yeah, I mean, back home in America for myself, that would be... Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. In Canada, it's a couple thousand. Yeah, really. For what I had done, yeah. No, yeah, I mean, but like, but, but, uh, but, but, but your but your healthcare insurance oh, will cover a lot. So of it, national healthcare insurance is covered like for the, something like that in Canada. Quite a bit of it, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but, like uh, in South Africa, you'd have private healthcare, which would cover a large percentage. But even your surcharge, for what I had to have done, your surcharge would amount to. Twenty percent. Very, very nearly, very nearly a thousand dollars for what you had done. For, for what I've had done and having and I'm having done. Yeah. And here it's going to cost me just under five hundred bucks. So it's less than half oh, price. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. But if if in America, if I went and did the same thing, what you had, sorry, the, what you had done with no insurance in America, five thousand bucks maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I could easily believe that. Yeah. So anyway, here is cheap. You get quick service. Yeah. You know, and and uh, I have to say, like, uh, aside from the communication breakdown, which was probably at least halfway my fault, they were very good. and very They're very uh, fugacious. Fugacious with service. With their service. Oh, Scotty. Nice one. Damn, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. And you don't have to drink, Scott. I'll just drink cheap. for you. No, that's okay. I want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, only, the only thing I don't like, the one girl that can speak a bit of English. Yeah, you're dentist. She's usually pretty cute. Uh, and I just don't like girls rooting around in my mouth. Yeah. Well, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But... Anyway, that's the way it is. All right, before we, we, we peace out of here, Will, we got a few questions we want to cover. Yeah. Future plans, what are you going to do? What's your five-year plan? Uh, five-year plan. Um, right. Right now, I'm still in Korea. I'm going to be here at least, well, probably one more year. Yeah. Get um, your teeth worked on a little bit more? <laughs> probably not. <laughs> if you can help Hopefully it. Hopefully not. If you can help it. Let's, let's hope not. Uh, no, the idea is to spend about another year here. And then uh, I did the CELTA initially for my teaching qualifications. So the next plan is to do either a PGCE or the DELTA, which is the upgrade of the CELTA. Uh, and then I'll do probably two years somewhere in the Middle East, either Saudi or UAE. Pay for a get, lot of shit get, there. Get that, get that big money together. Yeah, and, right. Because the idea is I want to open my own school. And where? Uh, initially, I thought South Africa, and that is still a possibility, mm. considering, well, depending on what the situation is there, when I'm ready to do it. But uh, recently, I've been looking into places like Thailand, uh, Vietnam. Okay. Because Purely because uh, your overheads are so low. Yeah. If you look at Thailand, for example, in the middle of Bangkok, you can rent office space for less than seven bucks per square meter. And they welcome foreigners. And they, and they love foreigners. They love foreigners. They will give you a long-term deal with no deposit down. That's a great plan. Which is, that means that 
if you want to if you want to open a school there and you want to have enough capital to run the school for six months to to run the school for six months even if you don't have a single student including your accommodation visa costs transport there back everything total cost less than 35 grand $35,000 US yeah US dollars okay that includes every single cent you have to pay so that's in. like $6,000 a month with uh, rental costs yes, and yes and that is that is being pessimistic yeah well, I'm sure you, I mean you show up there you, you're an English speaker you're going to have kids that come want to be there so that that's that's what it's going to cost you if you don't have a single student in the first six months yeah I'm always amazed how you can ask somebody what's your five year plan and they just jump into it you know what For I, me it's I like, yeah I'll maybe maybe be here doing our 327th podcast episode <laughs> you know what <laughs> but I, it's, it's good to hear people have plans I know that we are going to have a 327th podcast so um, my five year plan is to have a 500th podcast how about that bam sure. I, I will just interject there. I don't have a five-year plan. I have but a five-year goal. <clears throat> five-year imaginary friend, if you would. <laughs> you have a future. I have this idea of what really might don't. be possible in five years, and maybe I might go for that if I feel like it. <laughs> no, but I mean, that, that brings it to a good point. If you are a guy or a girl that does not have a goal like that, you're just drifting. And that's cool. That's all right, but yeah, no, sure. Like I, I think, I think I, drifting is probably a good thing up to a certain point. I've drifted, and I've drifted myself um, quite a bit, and uh, drifting is a very good thing, uh, unless you're going to become a monk. Though I, I drift, you got to you got to wake up and. You no, know. sure, sure, but like I, I mean, I I think I'm probably the youngest of the three of us by a reasonable margin. I'm, I'm 75. <laughs> yeah, I know. Scott's you're, you're 75, and he's, he must be at least 150. He's, yeah. So I'm, I'm easily the youngest, and I already feel like I should have a plan. I'm quite comfortable that I don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing in the next five years. But, but you know. I feel like or I, else I, I, I do have know. to have some kind of idea of what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, and that, that, that's like a... That I don't means, know if that means uh, or else you'll end up like us. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Married, locked down. You should be saying that. Damn. Boy, that's the married, last total. locked down. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, Scott's not married or locked or down. Or the exact no, 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 but you know what I mean. It's like mm. I, I, the I GPA, feel like I feel like I've been drifting for the better part of a decade. Uh, I drifted maybe. for a decade, dude. dude. Life, I, I, life, I did. Life is drifting. Man. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, like, it is drifting. But, but I mean, to go on with life without. The, if, if you're going to if you're going to be a true drifter, then you have no plan for tomorrow. And if you have no plan for tomorrow, why not just shave your head and give away all your shit and throw on the robes and become a monk? I have See, no that's that's interesting though. It's like uh, there's a great quote, um, but but I actually I think I just shared it on the Facebook today. Um, if if my biggest regret is that word porn, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. My biggest regret is that I always live that I put too much faith in tomorrow well, and didn't live for today or something like that yeah right? 
Yeah. Um, and I, then I, didn't realize that the future would never happen or yes, something. Like yeah, that. Something, something, something to that effect. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what the quote was. But that, that kind of encapsulated for me what my approach is. I have a vague idea of where I'm going to. Yeah. But it's like, it's like when you're going on holiday and you have to drive a thousand miles to get there. Yeah. And there's 12 possible routes and all of them are roughly the same distance. And you go, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to start driving and see which one I like when I get there. Or you uh, might get to some place and just stop and be like, fuck it. I'm going to stay here. Yeah, you know it could be. I, yeah, this be. this looks like it's going to be better than the holiday I had planned, so I'm just going to do this. You know, yeah, that's also possible. Yeah, and 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 yeah, that's a good point. You know, I I I've been a drifter, um, and I tell you what, I had a great time. Uh, then it came to the point where I realized I need people. Oh sure, absolutely. And, yeah. and then I realized that if I'm going to need people, I need to become a little bit more permanent. Because not everybody's a drifter, and more people are permanent. Uh, so, and then I met my wife, and I realized that I have to become a little bit more permanent in a place. So, um, drifting is great if you're not going to need people, and you can keep going and, and keep going. Um, I think everybody should drift. And, uh, until I think everyone should drift for a certain amount of time. Yeah, that's right. I, I think uh, I agree. One hundred percent. I think everybody should drift until they realize that until they, they can't walk anymore. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a metaphor. That's a metaphor, though. He says, "Guy, because everybody should drift until they can't walk anymore, and then they need other people to help them walk." Right. So that's like saying you drift. You just walk around and figure out what's going on and then you meet people and you decide you want to stay around these kind of people you know yeah i think that's what life is you just got to walk around and figure out what group you're going to be meant to to stay with because sure. everybody no, needs like, a group yeah. we're not singular Absolutely. people we're not singular souls we're, we're, we're social animals. we're social animals as you say and uh we got to find the right group so drift until you can find the right group and i i have literally found the right group here in Changwon. Which I'm happy about. Yeah. So speaking of Changwon, we ask this almost of every guest. Will, what is the a, something that you like most about Changwon City? Oh, tough. Besides uh, drifting and I can guess within the favorite, favorite thing about Changwon, it has to be the people. Oh, I got it. I got it. I knew you were going to say that. It's 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 the best foreigner community I've seen in in Korea. Absolutely, by a long, long way. Absolutely, everyone knows each other. Everyone helps each other. Everyone's always there. No one like is difficult, causes trouble. For the most part, for the most part, it's it's just a it's it's a good place to live because of the people. Absolutely. Uh yeah. Um. So, then, that was that was Scott's last question. My last question is, um, where's your next vacation? Next vacation will be going back home to see my folks. Otherwise, my mother will skin me alive. Not sure when it'll happen, but that will be the next one. Yeah. And uh, 
Scott? Do you, do you heading off on vacation? I, well, I'm heading off to see the family, yeah. I'm setting, heading off uh, next uh, a week from today. Sure. Actually, I'm less than a week from today now. Now we're into Wednesday. So D won't be with us starting next week. But yeah, we'll but I'm going to call in and check on things and see what's going on. I, That's if I answer. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'll, I'll send you some... I can't even say I'll send you some malware that'll wreck your computer because I don't even know how to do that shit. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I'm talking to the tech wizard here. Um, but you know what? I have one critique, Scott. Mm-hmm. We have to have a... We always have a good introduction into our podcast. It's now our 11th podcast, and we have to have some sort of peace out greeting or or salutation all right we have to have something that's you know the fighter and the kid i listen to the fighter and the kid and uh brendan shabar says the fighter and the kid we're out so we need something else and will we're, we're really happy you came thank you for having me i've really enjoyed it and uh we we'll see uh we'll see, at least we'll see you on saturday for martin oh yeah for sure okay. I'll, I'll be here on saturday because I'll be watching the rugby at the very least. And, All right. Uh, I'll be part of the festivities, hopefully. So, we are the Changwaner Podcast. We're going to bed. Night. We're going to bed. And if you uh, have any plugs or anything, just let us know. Email us. Or just please comment on the episode. So, thanks again to Will or Wilhelm Lowe. Wilhelm Lowe. Thank you very much for having me. It really was a pleasure. Oh, we were great to have you, mate. We are the Changwana Podcast, and we're going to bed. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Changwana Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.